Now on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, this is Sports and Faith. Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Sports and Faith here on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. We are continuing our series with the 2016 Sports Faith Hall of Fame inductees. And today my guest is Valeria Tasek. And Valeria is a wonderful young lady, bright, intelligent, your regular Ave Maria student, lacrosse player at Ave Maria University. And by the way, she has one arm. So Valeria, I want you to talk to me a little bit about your journey in life. Start there. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Let's see, where to begin? I would all start with my parents. They adopted me from Russia when I was 18 months old uh, and then brought me back to the United States. They introduced me to so many sports, so many activities. My mother got me involved in dancing. I also love the arts and they never ever saw me as any different than any of my peers. So growing up, I always had this mentality that I could do everything and anything. And by being Catholic, it was always bring honor and glory to God in all things we do. So growing up, I had a strong faith. My family was there for me. And then I came to Magnificat High School, was involved in basketball, and then I we moved to Washington, D.C. area, where I picked up lacrosse at St. Mary's in Annapolis, and I fell in love with the sport. I also played basketball as well, as my dad was a coach in middle school. And so uh, from high school, I came to Ave Maria, and I was offered both a lacrosse and basketball scholarship, and I opted to play lacrosse. And uh, I just, the, the team here at Ave Maria, it's something different. And it's, it's the most loving, most, we have the most heart and everything. And it's our brand new coach that really makes us all shine. I want to ask you about playing basketball with with one arm. I mean, uh-huh. yes, lacrosse you have a stick and there's a net on the end of the stick, but basketball with mm-hmm. one arm. Tell me about just growing up and, and playing basketball with one arm. Oh, that was actually my go-to sport. As I said, my parents just introduced me to all kinds of sports, just whatever, whatever one tickles your fancy. And basketball was definitely. I happened to be very quick, and I still am, and so I used my speed to push the ball up for fast breaks. I was a very good defender with my quick feet. And so I think I used my speed to compensate with the loss of one arm. So it was just the quick release, the quick hands on the steals. And it's just something that I had so much heart into it. And uh, with my family support and with God's help, honestly, like nothing could have been possible without having God in my life and my parents. Tell me about just the daily struggles of living with one arm. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously it was from from birth, so you you, you don't know what mm-hmm. it's like to have two arms, right? So maybe talk yeah. to us a little bit about mm-hmm. just about that and, and how your peers of see you course. and growing up. It's actually so funny. The other day I was with one of my teammates and we were just in the library talking and we were just uh, like clapping or making noise and she for one split second forgot that I only had one arm and she's like, oh, you're using your other hand. And I was like, oh, Lydia. And so it's kind of funny how <laughs> even my closest friends like forget and like they always say, I hope you're not offended. And I was like, come on guys. Like it actually makes me like a little happy. Like you don't see me any different. And just even before lacrosse practices, even when I was younger, tying my shoes on the bench, 
like it would just be like a swarm of just people whoa their tire shoes whoa like so it was just something that god gave me this kind of cross to bear and he knew my personality just my positivity and just i always assumed like they're just so interested and it's just a very loving atmosphere so it was funny to me that they just thought that was so interesting but i i don't ever see myself any different and doing everyday things is just i guess it's pretty amazing for other people from their point of view to see it but i think it's just very normal i don't think of myself as anything big i believe of myself as low-key I know that you're the Mother Teresa scholar as well at, at Ave Maria mm-hmm. University. And so tell me about the, the academics and tell me about the mm-hmm. what, what drew you to Ave Maria. Oh, my goodness. Coming to Ave Maria, I think I was drawn to the Catholic atmosphere. I did desire to play a sport here, but I also wanted to be involved in service. Being a part of the Mother Teresa Scholars Program, my freshman year and fall, during fall break, I went to the Bronx in New York, and we stayed with the Sisters of Charity in the convent area, and we assisted homeless, both men and women, and the children. And this past December, going into January, a group of us went to Puerto Rico, and we stayed with the sisters there, and that was by far my best experience, just doing service work, helping out with the elderly, and just seeing the country, immersing myself in a different culture. I don't speak any Spanish, which I'm hoping to over the summer. But it was just an amazing experience to be with the sisters, have so much joy around everyone. And the group that we went with, we went with Mrs. Stewie and then Mrs. Sheffers, some of our overseers. And it was a group no one knew each other very well. And by the end of the trip, we're still like chatting in a group chat. We still get together. And it was really this this group of people and just the atmosphere with God involved, it, it, it's what made it the best experience for me. Wonderful. It, it, it sounds like you're involved in so many different things. <laughs> and it's, it's just unbelievable, mm-hmm. all the things you're doing. And what are some of the, you're, you're so involved in your faith, and, and, mm-hmm. and that is an amazing thing. So tell me about what draws you to the, the, the Catholic faith. Have you always mm-hmm. been, was there a conversion moment in your life, or have you always been on fire for Jesus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe everyone has like a conversion kind of stage. And I think coming to Ave, we were raised Catholic, and I could say I took it for granted, just being raised in the faith. But coming to Ave, I had the opportunity to see Jesus 24 hours at the Adoration Chapel. Confessions were very frequent here. And so by being open to the faith and just wanting to dive deeper into things I just wasn't aware of or just was curious to know more about, it was all right here. And it just literally set my heart on flyer for Jesus. And it's something that I have so much fun asking friends, hey, would you like to come pray with me? And it's the way I kind of had my conversion, per se. I was with one of my teammates who would subtly say, hey, we're going to go pray a rosary. Would you like to come? And sometimes I'd be like, oh, well, how long is it going to take? But then it was that subtle, very here and there, want to come pray this, that I decided that's why not. And so with the loving people around me, it just became the thing to do. And then the essence of praying with Jesus and just being there happened to be something that I myself took it upon to make time out of my busy, busy day to go see Jesus. And then in that, in turn, you inspire other people to go see Jesus as well and just learn about the faith because it's just so beautiful. Being an Ave Maria, I could be in my faith and just have great relationships with everyone, including the teachers, teammates, coaches, and also do well academically. 
That's so fantastic. For our listeners, you are listening to the voice of Valeria Tasik. She is a lacrosse player at Ave Maria University in it's in Florida, right? The the university yes. is in Florida. Wonderful. So you're enjoying mm-hmm. the you're enjoying the weather down there. <laughs> Naples isn't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, can't be at all. And so let's focus in on the lacrosse a little bit and mm-hmm. and tell me about the lacrosse team you mentioned it passing here just about mm-hmm. how tight the team is and about your coach but but tell me just about about the dynamics of lacrosse and mm-hmm. and how and what you bring as you said you bring a lot of speed to to the game but mm-hmm. uh, but but tell me a little bit about it Ave Maria lacrosse it would have to be described as a team that prays together plays together grows together cries together and the synonym would be a family. And it's just something that you can never get at any bigger school. You could have a winning team winning national championships here and there, but this is the team that we're so close-knit. We want to make each other look amazing on and off the field, give each other the best assists, the best passes, make our teammates just look very good every game. And it's a desire that we want each other to score as many goals. There's very there honestly isn't any really ball hoggers or any desire for like the sole purpose of one's own goals it's very much the team Ave Maria as a team we win as a family lose as a family and it's a mentality that our coach has brought to Ave Maria that we are so fortunate to have here and being a coach for this first year it's only going to get better we can only go up so. <laughs> That's awesome. Focus a little bit on that, mm-hmm. Coach Courtney, and, and what she's brought to the mm-hmm. to the table for you as a role, a men- as a role model and a mentor. Mm-hmm. She's great. She's very, very positive. Her philosophy it, it's inspiring all of us on and off the field. She's not just there to coach us and make us the best athletes. She's also as a, acts as a life coach. She shows us that it is important to be on time, to work your hardest, communicate to your professors, always think two steps, three steps ahead, and just think of others and be caring. And together, we all just love being around her and each other. It's just a great vibe all together. And we're very fortunate to have her at Ave Maria. And I know it was our last game. We unfortunately didn't make it to Michigan, but we just, after the loss, uh, our coach just said how much that coming down to Florida, how we've become like a like a family to her, and she just we were all we were very teary teary eyed. But this this team together, we mean it means so much to have her. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to take a short break here on mm-hmm. this episode of WSFI Sports and Faith. But we're going to come back after this short break and continue talking with you just about mm-hmm. your faith and, and, and all the wonderful things that you're doing in, in the world, the community, and, and at Ave Maria. So right back after this on WSFI's Sports and Faith to talk with Valeria Tasek. Hi, this is Brian Farley, host of Men of Christ Radio. For 10 years, through conferences, retreats, workshops, and special events, Men of Christ has been helping men to live their Catholic faith more boldly by exposing them to Catholic teaching, practices, and speakers that open eyes and change hearts. Well, now we'll be doing it on the radio, too. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio to be specific. Tune in every first Saturday at 10 a.m. and again every first Monday at 10 p.m. right here on WSFI for Men of Christ Radio. Spiritual warfare, the power of prayer, defending the church, and more. We'll be talking about all of it on Men of Christ Radio. 
For more information, go to wsficatholicradio.org. Men of Christ Radio, inspiring conversations about your faith, your family, your nation, your world, and what you, as a man of Christ, can do about it. Hello, I'm Joe Scheidler, host of Pro-Life Today on WSFI Catholic Radio 88.5 FM. It's a half-hour conversation with leaders in the pro-life movement committed to protecting the most vulnerable among us. That's every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Or listen anytime by subscribing to our podcast. Visit WSFIRadio.org for more information. That's Pro-Life Today, every Monday at 3.30 p.m. only on WSFI Catholic Radio. Hi, I'm Doug Berry from Life on the Rock. The importance of Catholic Radio cannot be underestimated. This is a medium that can reach into the hearts and the minds and the vehicles of individuals at any given time or day. This is one of those ways that we can reach hearts and souls that are hurting and that need to know the grace, the strength, the healing power of Christ. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Hi, I'm Juliana Tamorazzi, the host of Voice of Nineveh on WSFI Catholic Radio 88.5 FM. Please join me in our studio audience every first Friday of the month at 11 a.m. to discuss matters which our Christian brothers and sisters face every day in the Middle East. To make reservations to be in the studio audience, please call us at 224-206-8455. That number again is 224-206-8455. Did you know that you can listen to WSFI local programming on demand? Full episodes of Pro-Life Today, WSFI Spotlight, Healing the Whole Person, Bursting Forth in Sound, along with our novenas, prayers, and devotions are available on your mobile device or online. For iPhone and iPad users, open the already installed podcast app and search for WSFI. Then click subscribe. Android users need to visit the Google Play Store Download the Stitcher app, create a free account, then search for WSFI. Add us to your favorites playlist by clicking the plus sign in the upper right-hand corner of the screen. The full archive of local shows is also available at WSFIRadio.org. Need help? Call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this episode of Sports and Faith here on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Again, my guest is Valeria Tasek. She is a, a lacrosse player, your ordinary, regular Ave Maria lacrosse player, a very bright, intelligent a young lady, and it's just been a pleasure talking to her. And by the way, she has one arm and has had that <laughs> since birth, but it's just as incredible to be able to talk to somebody with your, your faith and your, and your determination. It, it is evident that the Holy Spirit works in your life. And I want to 
talk a little bit about the personal side and some of your interest off the field. You, you have a wonderful side of you that loves art and photography and, and cinematography. Mm-hmm. You want to talk a little bit about what you're doing with that? Of course, yes. Recently, I just have grown to love the arts. My mother has a very good taste for interior design, and she's very, she has very great fashion sense. So uh, it rubs off on me, but she's still queen. <laughs> and so, just recently, I've been making little short GoPro videos, normally of our lacrosse girls, and just showing the fun that we have, you know, pre-game stuff, and just just the loving hype that we have playing the sport that we all love and with the people we all love. So just recently, that's been my newest hobby. Yeah, and making the GoPro videos has got to be a lot of fun. uh, Listeners can Mm -hmm. go out to YouTube and find them? You can find them on my Instagram. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Very neat. And then you also uh, said you were talking during the break, and you mentioned that you're going to be over in Rome studying in the fall. Correct. Tell us us about being in Rome and getting to study for a semester. It's a great opportunity to have uh, studying in Rome. We'll be going down in September. So unfortunately, we won't make it for the canonization of Mother Teresa, but it's just going to be busy, the hype, all the Catholics around, the sense of community and family. It's still going to be fresh right there, even a week or two after. So I'm very excited to just be there, travel, see all of Europe, just see what God has in store for me, check out all the beautiful Silicos at churches and just see what else God has in store for me over there. Absolutely. Is there one place that you want to see most? We are going to Poland, and I hear that's very highly recommended, as well as, of course, the Vatican and Greece. I'd have to say islands in Greece, definitely. <laughs> that's amazing. So mm-hmm. being able to get a chance to see any like spiritual sites that like you definitely want to go see in Rome while you're there? as many basilicas, churches. <laughs> if there's anything left over from the canonization, that would be great. If they have any statues of Mother Teresa there, I could get a mass with Pope Francis. That would be amazing just to see him, hopefully film it, send it over to Ave for everyone to see. That'd be great just to show the footage of what we're doing here in Rome and the program itself and just the excitement we have. That would be great if we could communicate that over to the rest of the students uh, on campus in Florida. That's incredible. And and what are you studying? I am a political science major. Oh, wonderful. So you want to go and and change the world through yeah. through, yes. <laughs> those, through those relationships. Mm. Boy, we need them, don't we? Uh, yes. I did an internship this past summer with my senator from Ohio. So working on the Hill was very, very fun. And I hope this year, possibly, I could do a little bit more work in D.C. or wherever. What are, what are some of those things that you see working on the Hill this this summer and, and doing an internship? What were some of those things? What were some of the things you learned about? Learned about the government and mm-hmm. learned about... Just learning about how mm-hmm, the bills are passed. Just seeing so many senators. I mean, I fangirl over you know, the more attractive senators, but it's just fun to see how everything works in the government, seeing how the bills get placed onto the Senate floor, and just being a part of that and just being around the hype seeing all the news stations, C-SPAN's always playing in the senator's office buildings. It was just very, very busy, hustle-bustle city, and I absolutely loved the atmosphere. 
that seems like it's a great fit uh, for for you, and I hope that it, you you have an equally awesome summer doing the same thing possible. Mm-hmm. So that would be great. Thank you. I want to maybe talk a little bit more about sports and the parallel mm-hmm. to faith that lacrosse has for you. Talk a little bit about that. And I know that there's some listeners out there uh, right now that are struggling in faith and mm-hmm. there's some that are also like really doing well in their faith and mm-hmm. i always say that holy spirit makes a divine appointment with whoever wants to hear a radio program and they, <laughs> and they end up finding that dial and and so somebody out there is listening to this right now and going wow this this girl's so inspirational and i could use some inspiration right now what mm-hmm. what are what are some things that uh, maybe and draw some parallel from lacrosse into it of from sports that, that you can give somebody mm-hmm. struggling or somebody's doing really well. I, I would definitely say there's never, you're never too short. You're never too tall. You're never too slow. There's no height, no weight regulations for having heart. It's all about heart determination. Just giving it your all. And with that, just trust your God-given abilities. Don't ever sell yourself too short. You don't ever know what uh, God has in plan for you. Because I can tell you right now, my parents did not see me as a collegiate athlete. And there's so much that God has in store for you. So don't be afraid to venture out and see what God's given you. And the sports you play, it gives you life skill sets that re- will help you in any any part of your life. It gives you uh, the dr- your drivenness, direction, discipline especially. And with that, it all comes down to following your faith with that heart, with the determination, and just always working towards it. It's like a spiritual fitness as well. So all together, it's, it's a fun workout. If you could think of it that way, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, 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 to to work out for the faith and to mm-hmm. and, and to train yourself, right? And, and just exactly. so much training that goes into it. I want to, you know, maybe ask you also about the culture today and living mm-hmm. because you're in that college culture and you're in that really solid Catholic environment and there's also a lot of people out there who aren't in a really solid Catholic environment that are your age and trying mm-hmm. to make it in the world what mm-hmm. are what are some of those things that that you draw on you mentioned Eucharistic adoration praying with your friends all those things mm-hmm. but what do you see as the secret to to flourishing in your faith and mm-hmm. maybe encouraging those young people out there those high school students that are maybe a little younger than you and those mm-hmm. college students listening so when I came to Ave Maria like I said I didn't think I was that Catholic when I came here and so to dive deeper into my faith I thought take one thing at a time and so I really didn't understand adoration why would you want to sit there for X amount of hours? So I decided to make give myself a holy hour on Friday nights at 8 p.m., as that's normally a time for a lot of hangout sessions, parties. And so for me, that was a time of growing, and it was it changed me as, a, as an individual. And I think I grew in character and just giving you, just meditating and just taking a little bit of time out of your busy schedule to sit down and talk with God, list him, you know, your hopes, your wishes, what you're scared of, and just having that sense of who you are is going to help you in life and making decisions down the road. What do you think is the best? You start thinking about others. What is the best for my family? What is the best? How can I make my teammate look better? How can we as a whole win looking for the common good? And so just together with mass but I think adoration is very, it's, I would say, is the secret to knowing yourself better and just taking some time out of your day to relax because we're all busy. And so just sitting there, instead of going to your phone, 
chilling with God for about five or 10 minutes every day, it's really going to make a big difference in your life. Awesome. Awesome advice. That's that, that's mm-hmm. so great. What are some of the things maybe that 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 you just like about being Catholic? What are because you said you just kind of just learned more about it and, and spent mm-hmm. time with God. What are some of the things that draw you to the Catholic faith? Obviously, Eucharistic adoration and, and the mm-hmm. Eucharist, you know, Jesus is the end all be all. But what are some mm-hmm. of the things that excite you? I think the saints are absolutely amazing. A good friend and I, we just said the Weimar Sleep Chaplet, and it's so interesting to pray uh, for the souls in purgatory. Uh, St. Faustina's diary, a good friend of mine just gave me that her book, just to dive deeper in, into some of these lucky saints that have had appar- uh, apparitions from Mary or just God has spoken to them, and just to learn about their lives. And it's so funny. I believe it was St. Augustine, was a big party animal and was far from, as we call, saints. And then he turned his life around. St. Monica, his mother, prayed for his conversion. And it's just so crazy how it, anyone can change. And so they're someone you can look up to. They're real humans. And so to have that in our faith, it really, really inspires me that it's possible. Anyone can become a saint. And One more question for you just about the what, what it means to be inducted in the Sports Faith Hall of Fame. What does it mean to be inducted in the Sports Faith Hall of Fame as a 2016 Sports Faith Hall of Famer? You can now say you're a Hall of Famer. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, I can't. The, I did not ever see this happening. I looked at the other nominees, and I'm just flabbergasted. I can't believe that I, I don't see myself as any different, any more special than some of these other people, uh, like Lauren Hill, some of these, all these other people that it's just so crazy. I look up to them. I love hearing their stories and these bigger names. I just think of myself as this wee little little girl, but it's an honor, and I'm very, very, very thankful to be inducted. And I thank you for spending so much time with us here today to discuss your sports and faith, and, and you're just wonderful. Can't wait to meet you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Well, this has been an episode of Sports and Faith here on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Until next time, from all of us here at WSFI Catholic Radio, I'm Bill Snyder. God bless. Did you know that you can listen to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio from anywhere in the world? Our live internet stream is available at wsfiradio.org. Just click on Listen Live. We also stream on the TuneIn mobile app for your smartphone or tablet. For iPhone and iPad users, visit the App Store, download the TuneIn app, sign up for a free account, and then search for WSFI. Click Follow to add us to your profile. For Android users, visit the Google Play Store, download the TuneIn app, sign up for a free account, and then search for WSFI. Click Follow to add us to your profile. Need help? Call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Listen at 7 o'clock p.m. every Tuesday to WSFI Spotlight, a half-hour conversation with outstanding Catholics from our community and around the world. WSFI Spotlight re-airs on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. or listen on demand anytime by subscribing to our podcast. Visit wsfiradio.org for more information. It's WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Only on WSFI Catholic Radio, Tuesdays at 7 o'clock p.m.
Hello, I'm Bill Wennington from the Church of St. Mary's and the Chicago Bulls. I, I believe Catholic Radio is important for all of us out there listening to help us through days when maybe our faith is being challenged by many different obstacles that are put in our way. And it's a chance to reflect and just think and hear stories from other people that maybe are going through the exact same issues that we are going through and how they have struggled and how they are getting through their problems today. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Did you know you can listen to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio online? Visit WSFICatholicRadio.org and click on Listen Live. That's WSFICatholicRadio.org and click on Listen Live. Hi, I'm Juliana Tamorazzi, the host of Voice of Nineveh on WSFI Catholic Radio 88.5 FM. Please join me in our studio audience every first Friday of the month at 11 a.m. to discuss matters which our Christian brothers and sisters face every day in the Middle East. To make reservations to be in the studio audience, please call us at 224-206-8455. That number again is 224-206-8455. 